Welcome to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. Join Dr. Allison House of House Dental in Scottsdale and Sean Zayas, founder of Zana, a company helping dentists extend their care beyond the chair as they lead dentists deeper along the journey of authenticity to reach greater fulfillment in their professional lives and to deliver remarkable patient experiences. At the core of the authentic dentist is a belief that the answer to the current challenges in dentistry is dentists discovering that their greatest asset and point of differentiation is their personal brand and that forming that brand out of their authentic selves is the best strategy for success in dentistry today. So this podcast is brought to you by Zana. And Zana makes electric toothbrushes, but it's more than that. They have a program that'll grow your practice with their electric toothbrushes. Hey guys, this is Sean and Allison with the Authentic Dentist podcast. And I'm excited. I think I'm always excited, but today is something special because um, for those of you that don't know, and I, I imagine nobody knows, I am basically obsessed with uh, Tom Brady. And there's a lot of people that are fans of Tom Brady, and then there's a lot of haters out there. And if you're one of those haters, that's totally fine. But when it comes to a competitor, when it comes to someone that has dialed in the mindset, the habits, and the lifestyle to be a winner, I am just in admiration of this man. So right now, um, this is a few weeks after Tom Brady has led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a Super Bowl, uh, which is Tom Brady's seventh Super Bowl win, his 10th Super Bowl appearance. And we're excited to share from the life of Tom Brady um, some tidbits and some things that can help um, dentists just be better, not just not just win more, but to be better leaders in their practice. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So I am not the Tom Brady fan that Sean is, but of course I watched the Super Bowl and I was incredibly impressed with this man who is 43, right? He is 43. 43 years old playing in the Super Bowl and I'm 47. There's no possibility that I could get hit at all, even when I was 40. So I'm super impressed with this man. But I'm also impressed that how did he just walk onto this team and make it happen I mean, didn't you tell me he was, this team was not anything particularly special before Tom Brady arrived. So that's what's fascinating about this. For anyone that knows Tom Brady, he was with the Patriots for um, either 20 or 21 years. And uh, that run was historic. It was a dynasty, you know, went to nine Super Bowls, uh, won six of them. And then all of a sudden, you know, had some issues where he didn't feel like they put talent around him. And... You know, everyone's like, well, Tom's just going to take the hometown discount, not get paid that much, and stick with the Patriots because he's loyal and everything like that. But in the offseason, you hear that he is officially going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And when you think of the Buccaneers, they are literally the losingest franchise in sports history. Like baseball, basketball, hockey, football. Like the Tampa Bay, You could some people call them the Tampa Bay Suckaneers. Like they were just the worst. Now, the interesting thing is they had a lot of talent on their team, a great roster, but they didn't know how to win. So, for example, Mike Evans, he's one of their best receivers. Uh, he was the first receiver to first seven seasons in a row, log a thousand plus yards every year. He'd never made it to the playoffs. Like he'd never played in a playoff game. 
So this year, when they go to the NFC Championship game, they actually have a clip of him because he was mic'd up, walking off the field after the game. And someone comes over, over to him, uh, Mike, there's actually a celebration. So like, don't go anywhere, there's a celebration. Oh, oh, really? I, I didn't know that. Like, I, I haven't been here before. He didn't know there was a celebration after the game because he'd never even been in the playoffs. So, yes, Tom Brady came to a team that was talented. They were really good, but they didn't know how to win. And I'm, I'm going to circle that back to dentistry just a little bit. So he left a team that he wasn't, he'd been with for a long time. But Tom Brady, there's something special about that when he got recruited, right? He wasn't that picture of him when he's, when he's first recruited. He looks, he doesn't look like much. He certainly doesn't look like my guy Creed from, you know, Creed 2. How on earth did he ever become a professional football player? Why why did they even choose him? So, yeah, so Allison's referencing the combine picture. If you want to see something crazy, type in Tom, Br- Tom Brady combine. And uh, this is a picture he wished uh, wasn't on the Internet. <laughs> he would have done anything to make sure no one could ever have seen this again. But thanks to the Internet, everyone... Uh, everyone has seen this. And you're going to see this skinny, non-athletic-looking individual that doesn't look like he's a pro athlete. And yet, when you look at the picture, all that was there was potential. Like, he he wasn't anything at that time. This was for him to get recruited to go to the, pro, to go to the pros. Like, he, he hadn't done anything that was significant at that time. And now, in hindsight, 22 years later... He's the greatest quarterback of all time. And you look at that picture and you're like, yeah, how, how did he do that? So when he got um, drafted by the Patriots, really quick. Which was terrible when I remember. It took him forever to get drafted. Yeah, six-round draft pick, uh, pick 199. Six other quarterbacks got drafted ahead of him. So nobody's betting on this guy. No one's betting on him. And yet there he is, fourth round, or he's the fourth string at that time. So um, but many of you may not know this. He didn't actually make the team at that time. He was just drafted, but he still has to make the roster because they go from 70-something to a 53-man roster. So he's talking to his agent. And he's like, yeah, just get me a place, you know, near the stadium or, you know, uh, in the area. Um, like, you know, book me a place. And, and his agent's like, but Tom, you haven't even made the team yet. He's like, uh, like don't worry about it. I'm going to make the team. So the very first time he sees the owner, Robert Kraft, this is Robert Kraft's story. He's like, I see this scrawny kid walk up to me and he's like, hey, do you know who I am? And he's like, yeah, you're our six-round draft pick. And Tom Brady looked him square in the eye and said, and I'm the best decision this organization's ever made. And he just remembered being like, who is this kid? Like, it wasn't an arrogance. It wasn't a cocky. It was just he was confident, and he bet on himself, and he was going to do anything to prove it, that he was that best, that he was that best investment. Yeah, I mean, that just blows my mind. And, and when you tell that story, when I hear it, all I think about is, oh, this cocky kid's never going to make it. You know, because we see these kids all the time, everywhere, dentistry, business. They come in and they say, I'm all this and I'm fabulous. And then, you know, they just peter out. They don't do anything. So why is it that this guy keeps going? Why is it that he becomes a champion? And then I want to know, how did he walk into a brand new team and make them champions? Because I think that's really the parallel with dentistry. How do you walk in? Because you can never do this by yourself. I mean, he built himself, and then he built another team. How did he do that? So, yeah, from the start of it, if you think about, like, why 
what he did in the beginning that is encouraging to dentists is that like he wasn't he didn't have the best arm strength he didn't have the best mobility actually he was like the slowest quarterback in the combine like history so here he doesn't he wasn't wowing any scouts he didn't have these tangibles that just impressed everybody but it was the intangibles and and one of the scouts even said like we couldn't <laughs> cut open his chest and see what was inside we couldn't look at his heart and realize oh my gosh this guy has this heart this drive where he is going to be unrelenting he is not going to give up he's going to bet on himself and i think that's that's the encouragement straight off like right from the get-go is that he wasn't waiting on other people to tell him that he was great he wasn't waiting on other people to give him permission to be something great um, and I think a lot of us, I know this is how I feel in business. A lot of times I don't feel like I'm, like I'm enough. Like I, I'm just this amazing talent. I'm just this genius. I have it all figured out. I'm, I'm the one that's supposed to just be great. Like there's a lot of quarterbacks that go into the league and they're the first round draft pick. So they and, think they're great. And everyone has hailed them. You are like, like Peyton Manning. You're like the chosen one. Like you are going to be the one that's just franchise quarterback. You're great. And there's Tom Brady, the sixth round draft pick. Like that doesn't happen. Like no one thought that that he was going to be great. So no one was going to tell him, hey, Tom, you're great. Like, you're, you're, you're amazing. You're wonderful. He had to, inside, when he looked in the mirror and when he was alone with himself and when he was practicing and practicing and logging all those hours and those extra hours, he had to, inside, know, like, I'm enough, I'm strong enough, and I'm going to keep going. Like, he, he just, he believed. And it's, so I think it started with this self-belief of, yeah, like, no one's going to bet on me. I'm betting on myself. And I think that's a problem in our culture. You know, we kind of tear people down that are that confident because we see them as arrogant. And especially in dentistry, you know, you make a mistake and you just fall into this hole where you're just worthless. But that's not the reality of the situation. You have to believe that you're great. You have to start there with this positive you can't let the negatives just keep beating you down. And in dentistry, of course, no one's ever going to tell you you're great. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Your professors will never tell you. Your patients might tell you, but they don't know, so it doesn't mean anything. But Peyton, I'm not Peyton. Tom. Tom Brady. Yeah, nobody was telling him he was great, and yet he decided he was great. And then you keep talking about the fundamentals. Talk about that. Well, so that's, well, that's the great thing is that, like, he actually wasn't – like, he wasn't that great. It's not like he could read a defense that great. It's not like he could throw a ball and, and knew every right route and knew the timing. Like, but he was going to, because of his mindset, he was going to be as great as he could in every single moment. He was going to be as prepared as he could, but he was committed to year after year just getting better, figuring it out, continuing to go. But just because he wasn't world-class and the best starting out doesn't mean he wasn't going to believe in himself. And I think that's what's fascinating. It's like anyone that looked at him was like, well, but you're not that great yet. But he still led them to a, a Super Bowl his very first year because still when the moments counted, he was ready and he was going to bet on himself. So even as dentists step out into new things, things that they're a little bit uncomfortable with, something that they're not yeah, certain of, it's like they can still bet on themselves. But that fundamental piece I think is is truly important. And, you know, I'm this huge Rocky fan. I love that that video of him in um, Rocky Four, where he goes to um, Russia and he's training. And I like it because he's back to the fundamentals. 
when you talk about Tom Brady, it's always this fundamental. I mean, the guy is still working on his throw. I don't know how long he's been playing football, but really, you're still working on your throw. It seems like you should be doing more. But that fundamental, I'm never going to give up on this. This is so important, this piece. And I think sometimes in dentistry, we forget, like, our bread and butter. How, why is that crown prep not always fitting? What is it that I can be better? You know, go back to those fundamentals. We all want to place implants and do all this fancy stuff, but being really good at that fundamental makes you good at other things. And and that's the thing, like, with quarterbacks, everyone wants to have those. I can throw when I'm out of the pocket and do those really one-armed, you know, well, everything's one-armed, but, like, when you're losing balance and just these – like the, the stuff that makes the highlight reel. And a lot of times when you look at Tom Brady, even if you look at that Super Bowl, the most of those throws he made weren't highlight reel throws. But it's what he's doing, pre-snap reading stuff. His footwork just in the dropping back, people are like, his footwork is so beautiful. Why? Because he's mastered it. His, art, his throwing technique is so perfect that that's why he's 43 years old and he still has a cannon for an arm. Because most of the time, people never lose their arm strength. It's, it's in their legs. So if their legs and their core start giving out, they can't actually. So when you look at Tom Brady's mechanism, he's not throwing it just all arm. He's using his entire body and his abs and everything to get like torque so that he can effortlessly heave the ball down the field. And this year, at the age of 43, he had more air yards uh, than any other quarterback, which means like yards over or attempted throws over 20, 30 yards. And he completed the most of them over of any quarterback, like not the young guns that have this, all this arm strength at 43, he completed longer passes than any other quarterback. And it just shows because he has been meticulous about not just caring for himself. But like you said, he has mastered the fundamentals and he doesn't, he doesn't just move beyond that. He still stays with footwork technique you know, reading, yeah, just, just the basics. And he's Watching mastered the tape. Them. I mean, totally. looking at it and continuing to improve on things that other people are like, oh, yeah, you got that. Moving on, moving on. No, he keeps focusing on those fundamentals. That's so important. But you skipped over the, the taking care of yourself. I do think that's a big piece of us in business and in life. I mean, you can't be at your best if you don't take care of yourself. I, I don't know how this man is still working at 43 like this, but I know that I have to take care of myself in order to keep working in business. How, how is he doing that? I mean, he's an extreme, right? So this is, um, you know, so on our, on our next podcast, we're actually going to talk about like the winning culture and the team aspect. But I think to kind of finish honing in on what is it that he has done on his own? Like, how does he take care of himself? Man, not only is everything in his life aligned. So he knows it's all about like his vision is so clear. With, with legacy, with what he wants in life, so that, like, it's not like it's weird for him to, to eat avocado ice cream. <laughs> like, that, that's, all part of, that's all part of it. And what he did is he identified what is it that normally leads to fatigue or burnout in this sport. It's the people all of a sudden don't like doing the OTAs. They don't like doing the it's off-season workouts. They don't like, oh, man, having to watch film and sit in those long double-session meetings they get burned out. So he found a way to look at everything that normally burns people out and actually find joy, like enjoyment in those areas. Like talk about you want to go to the next level in dentistry, everything that normally is a drain that zaps you of energy. Find a way 
to see how because it's aligned with your end goal of being great in dentistry, of making a difference, of getting that practice of your dreams, when you realize everything that's in alignment with that, it's no, it's no longer a sacrifice. You can actually bring joy into those areas and it can empower you. It can encourage you and you can stay inspired. And that's what Tom Brady has done. And that's why his work ethic, I mean, he was the first one in the building, last one to leave. He was there in the off season, just doing, going through, doing reps, being in the work, um, being in the weight room. This is when, you know, he was single, of course. And it's like, he just put in the time. He embraced work as a means to getting where he wanted to go, not trying to find the shortcut. He's never had a shortcut mentality. He's literally counted the cost and said, I'm going to be all in on this because I will pay the price for greatness. So what I hear from Tom Brady, the lesson is you have to build yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You have to have the mindset that you are great. And then you have to put in the work, work on the fundamentals, figure out the joy of life and continue working. Even when you feel like you've mastered something, you keep working. And that sounds like the key to being the Tom Brady. Thank you for listening to the Authentic Dentist Podcast. To join Allison and Sean on this journey, hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. Here's to your success. Express yourself fully. Live authentic.